Look at that. And Mike's all hoodied out. Look at that. Have you seen Grudge 2? I haven't seen any of the Grudges past one. Oh, yeah. Then. If you, if you, we should show him Grudge 2 and he will never wear a hoodie ever again. Oh, I know of the scene. Oh, so when she gets pulled from the hoodie. Yes. Yeah. I know of that. I know of as well underneath the covers at the sex hotel. Oh, okay. okay. That's, that's from the first one. I know. No, of, or that's the second one, actually. Yeah. I know of the phone booth. The phone booth, second yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I know of those. But you should know by now that I'll never watch one from beginning to end. <laughs> okay. That's, I think that should be the series we should put Mike on because I think that will get Mike 100%. It's the grudge. I'm already afraid of stairs at night. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Stairs okay. will get him. Hoodies will get him. Blanket sheets will get him. Dark hallways will get him. At this point, I'm... T- I'm just going to live on the balcony. <laughs> At least then I can make a quick getaway. Honestly, I got could... a couple movies I will disprove that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Scared over there, Mike. I am scared. There's a giant ass spider behind you guys. Well, it's a fake spider. It doesn't matter. I'm trying to get a good angle. I, I get the fucking legs, but God damn it. I'm, I'm at least glad that there's a skeleton behind me. That's not too bad. That's yeah, not too but bad. But the fact that that spider was eventually, or <laughs> it was originally, it was originally yeah. above me. Yes, I would have been. I was already terrified. Oh, uh-huh. okay. I'm the one decorating the set. Yeah. You I are. didn't realize that spiders was a huge trigger. <laughs> it was. A, it's a massive. It's trigger. a massive trigger. So this is, of course, the first Friday of October. Yes. So now we're moving over into the whole festive halloween season that we just love so much over here i think that's usually our favorite ho- that's my favorite holiday yeah the, yeah halloween yes yeah there's yeah. a good 70 percent of people in this room that like that. <laughs> the other 30 percent me i am not a fan oh you hate that so much this is like your worst season this is your my worst, worst season ever like you have to deal with all the shit we set up for you just to get scared yes <laughs> Like, I got to creep into the house, man, because I don't know if that giant fucking thing is going to be there. That giant stand that was here last year. You should know this already by now. Like, we love horror films. I know that. So you should know, like, when it comes to Halloween, that is the perfect time. Just October in general. The month October is the perfect time for us to start fucking with each other and scaring each other. I know it is. That's why every time that I walk into the house or when I walk up to it, I have to be mentally prepared. Like I got spooked by like a web by the door. I'm surprised probably Adrian, you probably heard me. I was like, Ugh. I was like, shit. No, but oh my goodness. Just, I love horror movies so much. That, I think that's still my top favorite genre out of any other genre. It's just horror films. Good God. And it's, it's the fact, it's also the fact that the horror film doesn't even need to be good in general for me to enjoy. No. I will enjoy even probably more a terrible horror film than a good one any day. Oh, yes. Oh, of course, dude. dude. And <laughs> especially, I think what I do also get so much of the enjoyment. I think what thing, the one thing that really made me enjoy horror films even further, like I always loved them as a kid. It was always my favorite thing. It wasn't until high school when I met Michael. (laughs) (laughs) And it's utter 
sheer fear of anything supernatural. Yes. That it it brought such a good smile on my face knowing that I could bring Michael over and watch any horror film. And just, I don't have to do anything. I sit back, watch, and just Michael just cuddled in the corner just by himself, just in a fetal position. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I, I experienced that today. Yes. <laughs> We're watching clips. You got to see that. No, no. Okay, you got to experience, I'm assuming in a dark room, right? No. He got, he, he or, got to experience like in the living room yeah. at night with the yeah. lights off, yeah. big screen TV. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I got to experience him sitting in front of a, a well-lit room <laughs> in front of a computer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Because we were looking up horror movies mm-hmm. that we liked and disliked. And one of them that I oddly like is Woman in Black. But I've only seen it one time. And the one time was all I needed to watch. And I was trying to like show like different examples of like why there were some things that like why I found it creepy and scary. Mm. And it was those moments where like she's always out of focus yeah. somewhere like behind you in a hallway so or you can something. slightly see her but yes not like everything there, yeah. is out of focus until like something like slightly moves in the back mm-hmm. and then you notice that's why oh shit that's why she's there <laughs> yeah and, I was, and then i was pulling up like oh yeah that other movie um what was it called the one with like you turn off the lights and like oh, they're that creature or whatever's there i forgot what's called it's, it was a short film on youtube then it turns to an actual film lights out that's yes okay, that yeah, one yeah so like the look of that thing in in its shadowy presence, I looked at that and it freaked me out. <laughs> we were so. in the office and he like I say we were watching the YouTube clip yeah. in a well lit room, and he was curled up facing opposite from the screen, and had his head turned, so because he didn't want to. I didn't want to look at it. Yeah, but you okay? So Mike, you you actually do like Woman in Black, right? It's a weird like. Okay, so there are horror films you do like. There, there are some that pique my interest mm. to where it's like the very rare moments to where most of the time, 99% of the time, I'm like, oh, I'm not watching that. Uh-uh. Yeah. But then there is like that 1% that's like, that kind of looks interesting. Like I had that with Woman in Black mm-hmm. and the most recent one was with uh, Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> on Netflix. See, it's, it's always the supernatural. Yeah. Yes. It really is always like, do you like so say if you're watching like the strangers does that creep you out like something that could be real like real life home invasion does those films get you i want to say it's the jump scares that get me it's the jump scares but not the idea but not the idea no because well i feel like the reason is because i would do everything i can to avoid that situation because it's you like you can mentally think i can mentally through. think okay. like one thing i'm not going to get some random ass cabin with just me and Ashley, me and my significant other, <laughs> out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> All right. So you're already thinking ahead of time. I'm, I'm already put, thinking ahead like, of time. I'm not even going to put myself in that situation no. in the first place. Why would I do that? That's <laughs> dumb. Oh, I want a romantic getaway? I'll get a nice hotel. All right. I'll, I'll splurge a couple hundred more dollars to get a nice hotel that has a fireplace. And I'll do that in some place that's like near large vineyards. Large buildings, yeah. other basically where I'm not, where we're not secluded <laughs> by ourselves. But, so the idea, okay, so the idea of actual mass killers, you know, breaking into your house doesn't bother you, or at least doesn't scare you. But the idea of a floating woman scares you. Yes, that is scary in a sense. Like, yeah, but it's not supernatural. Like I get why you'll think that's scary, but the idea is like you act 
like those happen more of a chance of that affecting your life of a ghostly woman apparition haunting you than the actual chances of a home invasion. Yes. <laughs> in, in my mind, yes. Like in that, your mind, you're more likely to get haunted than to get home invaded. <laughs> yes, because the way I'm, my thought process is going is that there's home invasions all the time, right? Like, <laughs> I know, this is weird. <laughs> just, just, just hear me out, okay? Just hear me out. One, home invasions happen all the time because there are certain things that people do that draw home invasions. Yeah. And I do everything I can to avoid those. One of those is like, oh, hey, guess who leaves a bunch of Amazon boxes outside their door or like in the trash cans to be seen? Stupid people. So what do I do? I cut the boxes and make sure they can't be visible. Because what kind of dumb home invasion person is going to go to each trash can and be like, oh, that's a lot of boxes. Yeah. And I know they're going to drive around and see if they can see a lot of boxes. So I make sure that those are hidden. I don't drive a fancy car. It's a pretty average Civic. It's one of the most popular models out there. Everyone usually gets one. You know, I, I don't wear super expensive shoes. I don't wear super flash clothing or expensive watches. You know, I don't draw attention to myself to the point to where it's like, oh, hey, that person must have some nice things. No, I keep my blinds closed. I don't do anything that draws any attention. All right, so home invasions happen all the time because there are dumb people that do, do stupid shit that draw things in themselves. But demonic, but, hop, the demonic hauntings don't happen. You don't know that. <laughs> okay? And if it does, they're at complete random. The way my mind works is it's that... It's like an aneurysm? Probably, yeah. It's like you a stroke. One day and all of a sudden an apparition just latches on. Yes! Like, I could have some random homeless person that's blind and be like, you're doomed and then i'm like oh well shit i'm doomed what movie was that i don't, I don't oh remember oh drag me the hell yes drag yeah. Me the hell. yeah that was the one with um what's his name something long justin long, justin long. yeah yeah okay that was terrifying that ter that shitty movie terrified you yes because in my mind the talking goat freaked you out yeah it was weird <laughs> Dude, okay, I, th I thought it was a I thought it was a comedy. It is. It's, it's, I think so, right? It's supposed to be a horror comedy. I that's what I thought. I thought it was yeah. a comedy. I don't know. No, they sold it as like it was a horror <laughs> movie, and I was like, damn, this must be real. No, they did sell it as a horror yeah. movie because I remember when I saw it in theaters, I was thoroughly fucking upset because it was a whole different movie that was sold to me. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't. I was like, oh, I guess it's a it's a comedy. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I just said oh, that was one movie I could not see. Yeah. but it's funny, like. Like, I do find it funny that it's certain films that do freak you out. That's like, even though you can still get the gist of like, it's haunting or it's supernatural. They are so shittily made. It's yeah. like, ah, like, why? Why? What? What gets you about these? But it, it gets me just enough to be like, you know what? That probably could happen. <laughs> like, like one that like, like I was saying before, I mean, there are things that people can do to avoid certain situations. One, you're by yourself. One, don't travel alone at night in a city and be like, hey, you know what's a great idea? Going down this alleyway as a shortcut. Bruce Wayne's parents did that and look what happened. All right. But you don't think like that. You don't think. I do you, think like, no, well, when well, you walk down in an that alleyway, situation. So when you walk down an alleyway, you're not thinking, oh, shit, you know, I can get mugged and killed. Like I said, the exact yeah. same thing with Adrian. You're thinking about, oh, shit, we have the killer clown with a sickle coming out from the corner. Like, it's yeah, like <laughs> my and usually my go to response when I see something that's like. I could die. It's always like, no, I've seen that movie. <laughs> like, like, I ain't going to do that same thing. 
I'm going to take the long way around that's that has plenty of lights, <laughs> yeah. plenty of like open windows so people can see, you know, I, I'm I'm going to be smart. Like it's funny how like horror movies could affect us oh, yes. in a specific type of way too. Like even with you, Agent, when we were filming for that slender fan film trailer yeah. years back, you, Ooh. we were in... We weren't that far away from a residential neighborhood. No, it was literally no. like it was like it was like a hundred yards away. A hundred yards. We could see houses. We could yeah. see porch lights. Yes, but no, no, yeah. no. What happened is those fucking lights kicked yeah. off one by so one. We're, oh, so, yes, yeah, that's yeah. right. So the generator was too strong. We're filming not in a forest, but it's basically at the entrance next to a little woodland area. Yes. Yeah. So it's this wooden area, a nice plain field, and then some houses just a hundred yards away. Yes. Yeah. We were filming late at night, and then all of a sudden, the lights on the salt boxes, because they're plugged into the generator, yeah. they start popping off one by one. Yes. yes. Adrian is just freaking out. And his mind is like, you have no idea. Matter of fact, it's like, just to let everyone know, there was about like at least eight to ten of us there. And Adrian is afraid of some one random killer clown coming out of the woods and like hacking us all to bits. You know what Dude. was in weird? Yeah, okay, hold on. And like I said, no. there's a how many gang movies of has us. that happened? <laughs> how many movies has that happened? Where just there's a group of people all get killed off, and all this is one survivor. But to, to be fair, though, you know what was weird is that I didn't even think that. I kept thinking it was like, oh damn, the generator's too strong and it's popping off the lights. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I thought that too. But yeah, I, I thought it's it, but then like, your mind it was so pitch black. Yeah, yeah. We were it was so next dark. Woods, you went straight to Killer Clown in the woods. Yes, it was. Dude, it was pitch black out there. <laughs> it was. It was pretty dark. Yeah. I was like, fuck. Someone's gonna come out. Like, dude, nothing's like happening. I said, no, there was, someone's gonna come out. I know it. Eight to ten of us were a hundred yards away from a residential neighborhood so if they were to hear screaming you know people will be calling that a one it was up also by the way too it was 100 yards from residence maybe like 40 feet away from a street yeah yeah too. and there was there was even like a street light as well not far away yeah but still it it went from like there's some light so pure darkness. But you just got a hint of how my mind usually works around yeah, but, scary scenarios. Yeah, but at least my mind's like, okay, it's a killer person. This person's going to be wearing a mask and coming after us. You're thinking of a woman that's going to float <laughs> and yes, grab us. But it, that's scary. But it's still funny how we're still... I, it's like, it's the fact that we've seen so many horror films that we throw ourselves into any general situation and we're like, oh, shit, I've seen this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Like I said, but... I will say, man, I will admit, like, dude, it doesn't happen often when the whole killer clown comes out. That's uh, very yeah. rare. <laughs> but it's happened, like, how many times? Like, once. Yeah, once or twice ever, like, on police recordings. And then we had that small spree of, like, people in, like, clown outfits. Exactly. There you like, go. Hiding there you woods go. as a joke. Still. <laughs> Still, I'll, I'll, if I see the motherfuckers, I'm running. I'm not, there's no fight or flight. It's just flight at that point. I'm not going to fight them. Oh, that's funny. It's Like I said, it's, it's funny how this happens. Because people, people, for some reason, generally like being scared. Yeah. That's the thing that we do enjoy. And Mike, you did like a full extensive research. Yes. Yeah. So I, I did a whole... So you guys like being scared. Yeah, I enjoy it. You enjoy being scared, and I don't like being scared. And then so I broke down the scientific version of how our brains interpret fear and why we like horror movies. Mm -hmm. And one of them, well, we also have to start with the formulas of why 
what makes a horror movie? Yeah. Some of them uh, have to do with just very, very similar formula tropes. One of them is the sounds. You know, you have weird wailing sounds of screeches, you know, of, of synthesizers. You know, we were talking about the theremin. Yeah. Or like harsh sounds that imitate like animal cries or baby cries. You have the jump scares. You have different angles to work with. You know, like you have the low to high angles. You have like uh, the weird oblique or tilted angles of the camera, the the handheld, all these things that make us feel unease mm-hmm. and very jarring. And the reason that our brains tend to enjoy these areas is that one, whenever we're in a situation where our brain interprets a threat or in, in this case, fear. Fear is interpreted as a threat, and so when that happens, are actually the real scientific names of these ones. What happens is that the hypothalamus uh, pretty much tells the adrenal gland, hypothalamus, hypothalamus, <laughs> the hippopotamus. All right, the hippopotamus tells the Adderall gland. <laughs> what? No, what? The, the, <laughs> I think we're second to think about that. Tell me, wait, hold up. <laughs> the hypothalamus thalamus, tells the adrenal gland to inject adrenaline to boost senses. So basically, this tells all your senses to, or are heightened to like sight, sound, things like that to be able to kind of help you into that fight or flight mode, you know? Uh, now, the reason we have these images or the reason we have this feeling when we're watching horror movies is because it's fear. Fear obviously uh, activates this adrenal gland into that fight or flight mode. But our brains, the normal human brain, can be able to imitate or sorry, tell between what's fake and what's real. So obviously, it's a difference between an actual clown killer, Adrian, coming at you or his real fight or flight, where you would be in that actual situation of like, what, what would you do? Fight or flight, you know? Versus watching a movie where it kicks in and you realize, oh, wait, what I'm watching is actually fake. It obviously can't harm me because I'm watching it on a 2D screen. So then the brain interprets that into more of an endorphin feeling, more to euphoric feeling of feeling good because you're surviving pretty much a scary situation in a safe environment. And so it turns from like, holy shit, this scares me, but I like it. Yeah. So think of it as like, the same imitation or the same feeling as you get from riding roller coasters or extreme sports riders, you know, BMXers, motocross riders, uh, rock climbers, you know, people that like to dive down the ocean with sharks in cages, you know, chasing that adrenaline, that adrenaline high. And the word for that one is actually people are, I think it was like sedentary adrenaline junkies who like the feeling of that fear. That scaredness, that 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 feeling of that adrenaline of fight or flight for that euphoric feeling yeah. of feeling something good. And so they'll tend to follow that feeling more often. They go into haunted houses. They do more extreme shit, you know, you know, basically able to feel that feeling mm-hmm. all the time. Now, obviously, you guys must feel that <laughs> feeling. You don't. So I don't. You have no nothing going on chemically in your head that will allow you to enjoy being afraid no okay here's what's funny to me this is funny to me the entire situation is that you love that shit you absolutely hate it and i'm right between of it (laughs) yes you (laughs) are you're like the middle ground for that (laughs) you are there's we have both sides of the spectrum right now and you are the middle ground yes i am a adrenaline junkie risk taker 
I am not. Mike's a bitch. <laughs> no, it's genetics. <laughs> genetics. It is genetics. All right. Researchers show that people who don't like this or are more prone to be more affected by horror movies have to do with genetics, specifically the CO, COMT gene, which is a gene that influences how the body responds and processes dopamine, epinephrine, and norepinephrine. So basically, the feel-good gene that you get from realizing that this can't harm me, this is really the adrenaline high, I want more of it. No, the feeling I get is the adrenaline of the fight or flight, and also the no- And you flight. And I flight. <laughs> All right. Or the norepinephrine is how a person reacts and responds to stress, which obviously is very poor because I start sweating and I start getting angry (laughs) and I just want to run away. See, I I so bad want to call bullshit for your case in this situation, but there is something with you and your family where like some of you guys have this weird, like random fear in a sticks like Johnny with masks. Yes. That shit just sticks with her. And I'm just yes. like, of all the things to be afraid of, just masks. Yes. Masks. Yeah. Especially. She's terrified of masks. Wow. She so does not like it's it. It's always with you guys that one weird, like, you, Mike. And I used to think it was just like the more of like the Catholic Hispanic side for you, which I still think is a little bit of that. But just you and Supernatural do not get along. No. Not at all. <laughs> As soon as if there's a hint of like, oh, hey, you want to speak with the dead? I'm like, hey, you want to shut the fuck up? (laughs) Then that's going to be my response, because obviously that person's dead for a reason. I don't need to speak to them. All right. They they dead. All right. They're going to stay that way. Like, don't you want to call them back to the living? Why the fuck would I want to do that? What? You think I have extra space? Huh? Do you think I'm going to open up this this other fucking plane? Of non-living existence for them to haunt my house or me. Now, what about the slasher? So when they get into the supernatural route. So, you know, you got like Freddy, Jason. Did those get to you? Or is it like too campy and too cheesy at that point? Those are too campy and okay. too cheesy. Because so, that's like something like, I do love those movies. And that's like usually the biggest thing of that kind of what really starts a lot of people into yeah. horror film in the, cert- in the first place. is yeah. like those classic 70s, 80s slasher films. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, Halloween. Friday the 13th. Well, I think for a lot of people who are our age and older, that's where we grew up because, you know, late uh, 90s, which bled in from the 80s horror movies because we had a whole bunch of uh, sequels, non-stop sequels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think it's mostly like the slasher era was from ours. I'm not sure what the kids nowadays, what theirs. Theirs will be, their classics will be the early 2000s. I feel sorry for you guys. <laughs> oh, damn. You got married So, like, uh, Dark Castle Entertainment and shit like that. I mean, I like those films, but... No, I don't. You you cannot say they make good. They, uh, they're good movies. Yeah, no, good no, movies. no, no. No, I like those movies, no. but they don't compare it to the slashers. I will admit that. No. I don't... <sighs> Do you think that the slashers... I like one Dark Castle film, and that's 13 Ghosts. That is it. Not House on Haunted Hill? Fuck that! No, no, no! Fuck that remake. Did they make Ghost Ship as well? Yes, yes they Ghost did. Ship. I like Which Ghost is Ship. The same, it's the same director as yes. um, Thirteen Ghosts. Okay, I'm. I can handle Ghost Ship. Wait, was that that's the same director, right? For Thirteen Ghosts, or I'll be honest with you, I don't know. The simply because <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming yes, because okay, Mike, are you okay with the 2000s horror films? 
the the new metal when he's part putting new metal into all the music soundtracks. I need an example. Ghost Ship. Ghost Ship had that the intro. I probably no. They had the whole the the outro was the new metal. Um, they must have barely. Yeah, he did two movies: Thirteen Ghosts and Ghost Ship. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Steve Beck. Yeah, I'll, I'll play uh, the ending for Ghost Ship. You'll you'll kind of like recognize. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and it, is it the scene where it's like a flashback memory? No, no, not that. So it's when she's in the ambulance and they're carrying the gold onto the ship, and all her old crewmates are dead, and they're the new ghosts. This is how it. Oh, that's right. Yes, and every ending has a new metal ending. You know, that good classic early 2000s. That's right. And it was like, oh, that's the twist. Yes. Oh, my God. Remember, like, everything happened. Yes. And she goes, no. There you go. (laughs) That's how it is. Okay. Yeah, so that will be, like, the classics for, like, the newer kids growing up. Those. Those movies. I'm not too bad with that. Okay. They're bad though. They're that's bad. Like, that's that, why they're I don't mind that. Really, really bad. Bad acting. Bad lighting. I bad think that's angle. why I'm okay with it though. That works for you, but that like, works yeah. for me. Yeah, that works for me for but that. But when we start getting to the older ones and the ones that get pretty good, I mean, you also don't like the new ones too, like Conjuring, especially Conjuring no. Insidious and shit like that. No, I will not watch those. Yeah, yeah I, I saw Insidious. Mm-hmm. I saw the first one. I remember that. Yeah, and I was like, no. This was a different breed of horror, and I was like, not for it. Dude, that was, I'm not gonna lie, that was a whole breed of new horror. No, it was, it was. I, that's where something's like those films, I'm, I love horror films. So I love the classic 70s, 80s, the 90s, you know, it's a hit or miss for me. I hate early 2000s, but once you start getting into the 2010s and to the laters, mm-hmm. like basically, I started really getting more back interested. In horror films, when the strangers came along, yeah, I'll say it was around that yeah. time, and I was like, okay, no, there's they're starting to like mix in with the classic style, but still keeping it with something fresh. Like well, that was around that time where I was like, I started noticing more trends of that. Yeah, because they stuck to more the uh, the they psychological realm. Yeah, yeah psycho- I love psychological like oh, no, I love psychological yeah. horror. Psychological but they horror is like, but uh, the old school like old school uh, slashers was very like straightforward you know, yeah the yeah. big tank or what you know just coming right after yeah. you yeah the 2000s was straight up just about how creepy or not even creepy but how disturbing they could make them look and that's it they're right they relied heavily on looks yeah but the whole 2000s kind of mixed them together it's like well you could scare the fuck out of someone by hiding in the corner you know well, I yes feel, I and feel that's like- me a lot of stuff and a lot of writers now, especially when it comes to horror, is like when they think about writing horror, they're trying to figure out like what's one key aspect you could feel safe where you could take that away from. Yeah. Like as much as I hate paranormal activity, when the first one came out, it's like, yeah, you cannot feel safe in your own bedroom. You can't yeah. feel safe in your own home. Which was one of the key aspects with, uh, I mean, the only, I think the first one to do it really was... Uh, Actually, yeah, Black Black uh, Black Christmas. Black Christmas. I think one of what, there. It might have been one of the first. Ones. I don't say the first one, but my the first ones. You're talking about the original one, original, right? Yes, okay, not yeah. the not the, not the <laughs> shitty remake or even the newest shitty remake. They made a new one. Yeah, they made it like maybe like two, three years ago. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, 
That's that shows out. <laughs> it did not do good. It did not do good at all. I, I've, I haven't seen either of them. Yeah, uh, you do not need to see any of the remakes. Oh, we showed you the classic, right, Mike? Black Christmas. I don't remember the one where the guy's hiding in the closet. He's basically hiding in the attic, like most of the time in yeah. the whole film. And mm. for some reason, you get a whole college sorority house that does get killed off one by one because oh, people just end up leaving the house one at a time and getting killed. Yes. Leaving someone else in the house by themselves. No, it was an entire police squad shows up and then just leave her alone. Oh, yeah. At the very end. Yeah. When that, they, it was a bad ending. But yeah. It was, yeah. Bad. But it's still like a good classic. And it's like you it's regarded as like kind of almost one of the first like slasher slasher films. Yes. But those classic, those older films, it was really direct, really straightforward. Yeah. Now, writers, they really think about, like I said, it's what do you feel safe and we could take that away from you? Yeah. And it's, and there is a lot like how you mentioned a lot, Mike, oh, how you mentioned before with Woman in Black. It's like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of backgrounds, like details that I've been noticing a lot. Yes. That yeah. they try to incorporate almost every horror film now tries to have like those creepy backgrounds that are just slightly burned out. Yes. You have like a character moving around or something. Yeah. I mean, they play on those fears of the, like Mike has the fear of the unknown. Yeah. yeah. So they play the fears where in the darkness, something slightly moves like, what the fuck was that scene? Yes. And the idea, uh, I said, it's all pretty much, uh, what's it called? Man, I forgot what it's called. What's when they mess with, uh, it's a certain fear. Um, uh, well, I'll think about it later on. Yeah. But it's just, it plays on the slight fears of not of the unknown. Uh, is there like any like good franchise horror films that are like basically, like can you compare any franchise horror films now on the same level as like the classic horror franchises? Like do you think any of the I, new I horror films it, have caught up to that level yet? I think it has to get more, not so much the franchise. But or is it just the number of films? No. Because that's like that's okay. where it really gets out. It's uh, yeah. like I think horror the, films is like where filmmakers push to see how many they can throw out. Well, okay. The I reason think it's we, more about like who or what studio produces the Okay, you have the, the best ones. The original ones, like the Universal Monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh that was essentially the proving grounds for franchises. Yeah. But, oh, well, that's, okay, but, but that's that's more like they franchise, but they didn't franchise franchise hard out yeah, like no, no, the because, slashers. Okay, like. yeah, because they their intent was just like, oh, we made one Dracula, let's make another Dracula, let's see what you know. Yeah, him fight against uh, Frankenstein or mm-hmm. the Wolfman, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. We're, We're not getting fucking no. Jason goes to Manhattan like you no, still- the Jason the, oh, no. just, the, the slashers in the eighties were done simply because of money. That's it. <laughs> That literally, the um, the owner of New, uh, New Line Cinema, Bob something, forgot his last name. When uh, Nightmare on Elm Street came out, it did good. He wanted another one right away. Literally the same weekend it was released. God. And that's it was entire. That's why there's so many shitty films because he wanted them as quick as possible. Is that why there's like Nightmare on Elm Street like seven, eight? There's or what, that's, why they Halloween, that's why you got Halloween. There's like uh, eight, right? There's eight Nightmare on Elm Street. Like we have a I list. Think, there's like eleven Halloween. I movies. think there were six. Technically, there's twelve. Yeah, there's twelve Friday and Thirteenth yeah. films. Yeah, so that's why twelve. Yeah, it's twelve. Jesus, and they're including the remakes yeah. too. Yeah, the remakes. But it's like God. 
is there any franchises now that are on this level or do they need to go through those ringers of those shitty films oh, i think they it. have to try and like, go do you through think the Conjure- i mean conjury is already starting to get there because oh, you, no, Conjure- like, you get like annabelle spinoffs and then the nun spinoff which that didn't do too well right but it was it didn't do too well but still it, it, it still matched up to its horror. Yeah. no the one that didn't do well was the uh uh la llorona oh, okay that one that yeah. one which that's yeah, I wasn't gonna fuck that's with that. That's Universe, right? Yes, that's oh, Conjuring Universe. Yeah. I wasn't gonna fuck with that. <laughs> it's, uh, nope, I'll tell you that right like, now. Nope. You don't. I'm just shit. How many times have you ever gone through up as a kid and told that fucking story, <laughs> dude? That was my bedtime story. Uh, yeah. and, then, and then they come up and make that movie. I was like, nope, dude. Oh, here's <clears> the thing. I was excited for that film because, like, holy crap, they might do actually do justice because <sighs> there've been other versions of it that yeah. been real shitty. And I was like, oh, they actually might yeah, do it to it. No, because when the when they announced this, you were fucking you were upping this movie like it's gonna be fucking you I did what I did. You do what I did. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, to the country. Yeah, like, you're like, this is gonna be great. No, you have no idea. This is such a great story with so much rich heritage behind yeah. it. Yeah. You were like, so dude. I said I went off the conjuring, the the old country verse, like, okay, they're not all these movies, like, oh, it's gonna be awesome. Watch. <laughs> Dude, they failed me on that one, man. They really failed you. Like, Jesus hard Christ, man. Fail me. Like, how you can take such like an interesting story and just make it boring. Dude, come on. But like I said, that's already starting to get yeah. onto the same levels. Like, we're gonna get to the point where we're gonna have like conjuring six. Oh yeah, we're gonna get so many. Dude, there's they're already like you know, two more like in, in the works right now. No, you get like Annabelle goes to Paris. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I at mean, one point. What was it? Which was the last one where they had all those artifacts released at once? Oh, um, wasn't that Conjuring something or whatever? Was it th- the third one? The Devil Made Me Do It or something like that? Was it? No, no that was the newest most recent one. Yeah, one. yeah that's- but you know what's on, right? Yeah, yeah. So that means they got endless. Yeah, they have okay. endless once materials. again. That's another example of someone being very stupid. Okay. The the friend of the daughter, it's like, you ever go in that room? My parents told me never to go in that room. We should totally sneak in that room. <laughs> Dude, that's a, you know what you should not do? Sneak in that room. Dude, because it's locked for a fucking reason. Dude, that's a classic tor- the horror trope. That's right the horror trope. I would you leave. need to progress the plot no. somehow. No. You know what progresses the plot? A stupid friend. Dude, that's why they have the stereotypical, like the joke of the, uh, of the what's it, the teenager going, Let's go check that one out. Let's go over there. Mm. I heard a noise. Let's go towards that noise. Nope. I'm going the other way. I'm yeah. going the exact opposite Good. direction. The exact. See, and like over here, like what about Saw? Saw has like eight films. All great. The f- no, 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 they are not. No, no, no. Yeah. No, they're not. The first one. You have an okay first one, yeah. a decent second one, yeah. and a so-so third one. No, yeah, they're all pretty good. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Dude, I'll fight these films, man. I'll fight these films. These are great films. Uh, do you no, like them not. for only the gore, though? No, oh, no, not even the gore, dude. I'm not even no, thinking it's gore. He loves the fucking absurd plot. Dude, I love it, dude. It's, he loves the absurd plot. I love plot. how complicated how? it gets. He loves how complicated that every apprentice oh. has a secret apprentice. Yes. Okay. <laughs> One thing about me is I love when films get super complicated because the balls on the writers to do that. I don't. It fascinates me. I don't like it. That's why I like like major franchises where you like you hate them because like Fast and the Furious, you hate it because it doesn't make it. sense, dude. I love it because the, the balls on the writers to do what they want. I just and also the fact this started as a small indie film. Yeah, 
a short like was a, a student's a student project. Yeah, it's a student project. That's what it was. Yeah. And it turned into a fucking billion over billion dollar dollar franchise. But it turned from like away probably from exactly what they were trying to like do in the first place. Like something that was like a cat and mouse cop game serial killer that's like deranged with not even. And, and then no, somehow that was like the it, original concept script yeah. and they scrapped that the first movie. And then yeah. somehow it went to a last movie being an intricate an intricate trap with lasers. Yes. So yeah. lasers. Technically that's a prequel, but yes. So you're telling me <laughs> that this person has the genetic genius and mind to create lasers. No, because he died in after the third movie. <laughs> Apparently not, because I guess one of them comes back. Say, I see, it's too fucking complicated. Yeah. Also, it's, we're talking about a police force that apparently has two cops, and that's it. It's, <laughs> it's way too intricate. It's too and complicated. Kill, and if you kill can't. off two FBI officers, they just give up. The government just gives up right there. At that point, yeah, right? Like, you kill an FBI agent, like, whoa, shit, he got us. All right, pack it up, guys. We're done. We're done here. Yeah. We lost. That's it. Yeah, like, no, um, no, that it, it's just it's okay. The way I okay, this is what I don't see Saw as a straight horror franchise. I see it as an entertaining franchise. <laughs> it's like it's just pure entertainment. That's what it is. It's not a, it's not designed to be scary. It's just designed to just have fun with it. But it's like at that point, it, it just derails from anything. But, it mean, doesn't become the, anything. But look at the entire list. Like we saw Friday at thirteenth. Friday 13 had 12 movies. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street had nine movies. Not, Alien, which, eight films. But it's like all these movies that have like this many movies just derailed. Yeah. From its like first intention of what it wanted to well, be. That's when you start moving companies who are producing it. That's where writing, writers start getting moved across and different writers had their hands on the projects. See, that's what happens when you don't have one person in charge of their creation and they create one film, a studio picks it up and they start hiring different writers and different directors to start working on different sequels, art versus business. Yes, because like I know, like I'm a big uh, fan of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Like I even own the documentaries. I like, I love that uh, the franchise, but I know the fact that Wes Craven started off with one idea and quickly want to do like crazy other like crazy ideas. Like he already had the idea of doing the new nightmare way early on. Yeah. So I get it. If imagine if like the uh, new nine said, you know, you you handle it from now on. It got super weird. I guarantee it. So I get it. Why sometimes studios want like they're really picky. Sometimes like, well, you do need to go weird, so you can kill a franchise early and not fucking end up but, 12 movies deep. Yeah, but this is also, I mean, you saying? But also shit. this was an era where they sold toys for kids. Don't forget that. This was a weird time. Yes. I, Keep in mind as well, this like is Coke this is also 90s. an era like as well. In the 80s and 90s. Yes. Yeah. This is also the same time as well. Like this is also coming back as well. Why people like these starting with the slasher movies is that the same thing with the adrenaline junkies is that people can be able to feel that uh, freedom of worry and anxiety chasing that adrenaline high in the safety of their own homes. Yeah. And in a safe environment, basically. Yeah. So you have these whole entire new experience of horror. The only one that we knew of was like the uh, universal monsters. Yeah. You had Night of the Living Dead. 
You know, you had pretty much these monster flick movies, and then all of a sudden you have slasher movies where it was like, oh, okay, obviously there's no creature of the Black Lagoon, but yeah. could there be a guy wielding a machete in a camp? Now, Maybe. Also, that got into the whole era, like, I guess, body gore. That era. Yes. It, it pretty much, like, opened up a whole entire era of, like, oh, okay, like, this know. monster's scary. We know I- it is scary. This thing pulling out a fucking stomach of somebody. Yeah, I don't know if it's, like, the, the concept of body gore. But they really, I no, because I think it was more focused on how far we could push makeup and prosthetic makeup. Because that was the time, the 80s and 90s, everything was about prosthetic makeup. Yeah. So if you're going to create a slasher, you need to make them fucking iconic and with a lot of prosthetics on to make them look disgusting. I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Well, actually, yes. A lot, almost every single villain, other than Michael Myers... Everyone had the whole, you know, heavy prosthetic makeup yeah. on. That was the that was the point. And I remember that Jason that did the whole face melting on the toilet. Yeah, yeah, everything. They made him look disgusting underneath that mask yeah. and everything. The only one, like I said, who kept it simple was Halloween. But even then, they got <laughs> it got it got weird. <laughs> it, it got weird real fast. Well, yes, because oh. well, you're talking about the concept what it was originally it supposed was to be. Yeah, yeah, mythology. Yeah, so, yeah, so for that, for those of you who don't know, Halloween was originally supposed to be an anthology series. Yeah, released every Halloween. Every Halloween, so it's supposed to be a random different story. That's why the third movie yeah. was a completely different story because they thought, okay, first two movies we focus on Michael Myers. Let's just wash this off, and we'll start fresh with like a new concept for horror. That it's still gonna be called Halloween because you know it's an anthology series. Yeah, they just forgot to sell that. <laughs> yep, and uh, now it's in a weird era where yeah, people like they love it or they hate it. Yeah. How do you guys feel about hol- like horror anthologies like Creep Show, VHS? Oh, man, uh, I, I grew up on uh, Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> See, I grew up on Tales of the Crypt. Tales of the Crypt. Okay, so I guess I like them. Uh, Tales of the Crypt. I mean, I grew up on Tales of the Crypt and Twilight Zone. I okay. watched those nonstop. Yeah. So I'm all into it. So I'm all for anthologies. I like short stories. Mm-hmm. I have a very short attention span. I, <laughs> I, it's, I could sit in the theater, watch an entire movie, but if I'm at home, I'm not paying attention throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Like, did you like VHS? Some parts, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's the good thing about yeah. anthologies, though. You can pick and choose, yeah. like, which shorts that you did like and which ones you didn't like like with the first vhs with the succubus i think that was the first one right yes the very first yeah one. i did not like that short i did not like that show it was boring yeah it was it, it was, was really boring it was just dudes trying to get laid and all of a sudden when they're finally about to get laid woman gets crazy because she's a succubus and just kills everyone yes it was kind of boring with that but i did like i can't remember else for the second one or still from the first one the cult that was the second one, right? Second one? I, Where they, you know the one, the film crew goes to, they went to the basement. I'm not, yeah, yeah no, in the attic. And there's a cult and they grab the girl. Yeah. And make her give birth to that giant like minotaur thing. Dude, I'm confusing at this point. <laughs> Dude, okay. Because there's so many stories in that <laughs> I keep forgetting them. The only one I have vivid memory on one of is when they're carrying the girl and those hands are coming out of the walls. Wait, hands are coming out of the walls? Yes, there's arms coming out of the oh, walls. Oh, I know what you're talking them. about. It's a shot where there's like two or three guys with a handheld camera going to an attic, and there's a guy, and it's like they're performing kind of ceremony, and 
they think they're about to kill her. So they grab her. They run out the house. And while they're running out the house, there's like arms coming out, trying to grab them out of the walls. And that's actually a pretty good CGI effect. Ah, like I, or, no, okay. The, what the girl, this is how I know it, how it ends. They end up in the, tra- the train tracks. They're in the train tracks. They're stuck and they're trying to get out and they look for her. And so she's standing outside the car and they get hit by the train. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying, is that like, that, it's like BHS 3 or something like that? No, Are all the horrors just melding into one pot Honestly, right now? at this point, there. I guarantee you, that's the only And then Jason like. came out, and he was really <laughs> the one driving the train. But then Michael Myers, like, stops the train with his voodoo magic. And then, you know, Chucky goes in there. <laughs> Does that mean I get my Avengers? Oh, yeah. No, no you should tell. You should tell okay. everyone. Please. Adrian's Please tell everybody. Horror cinematic universe that he would I want love. To, I feel like yeah. you should copyright this because someone's going to fucking take it. Dude, I want someone to make it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, this is what I, I propose. Yeah. Anybody filmmakers out there, feel free to take this idea because I want this made. Is We take a horror franchise, all the horror franchise, I'm talking about every single one of them, make films, slowly connect them to one another, so about eight, eight to ten movies in, we get the Avengers-style endgame of horror. <laughs> So, so and imagine, we have and, here, and that's who goes. We have one side, either Freddy's team, Jason's teams, or whatever's teams colliding, and we have a to- the poster says, "Whoever wins, we lose." <laughs> no, so no. At the end, I, I, at one point, I want to see like the just like the all stars of horror slashers all circled around each other like the first Avengers movie when the Chitauri are yelling yeah. and they're looking around and it's like, oh, here's Hulk and Black Widow and Captain America and Thor. But you want it to be like Michael Myers, <laughs> Jason, <laughs> Freddy no, Krueger, Chucky. <laughs> in my mind, I had Endgame with the fucking lineup where <laughs> instead of saying Avengers Assemble, just Freddy's in front. And he's like, let's get him. Yes. <laughs> and just they go on a murder spree. What's, yes. what's a Freddy saying for that? For that moment? Let's get him, bitch. <laughs> I just add a bitch at the end. And then you just hear Chucky just <laughs> and just running. <laughs> That's oh, all it is. Honestly, how I imagine it is that the one scene from Mortal Kombat uh, Armageddon. Armageddon. Yes. <laughs> oh, my Just God. Just killing each other off. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That would be perfect. At uh, the very end, at the very top of the hill, George what, Romero. Just George oh Romero just waiting. But whatever way is like horror, just everybody, there's a certain group of people that react to horror in such a way mm. to where why it's so popular. And it's that feeling of fear. But that drives at the same everybody. time, I don't think it's just because it is a lot of people. You got to remember when you make a horror movie it is usually the most successful, profitable type of film yeah. you'll be making. Yeah. Think about this. They spent $15,000 on Paranormal Activity and got back $191 million. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking absurd. And Marketing. The- <laughs> Demanded in your theaters. <laughs> they knew how shitty it was. <laughs> I but think that's a lot why of these I, films don't need a lot of marketing. No, though. no, and that's the thing. It's like you can make these films super cheap. Yeah, you don't need to pay people a lot of money to be in this shit, and you get so much money back. Where you're not putting millions of dollars in horror films for the most time. No, for the most part, at max, you'll probably get like five mil. Yeah, because I mean, most of just don't have no faith in any horror films. Yeah, but there's usually the best returns. Yeah, and it's insane. So it there has to be a huge wide margin of people who 
do enjoy getting scared and going to horror films. It is. Yeah. It's it's a very like again, like it comes back to that adrenaline junkie vibe of wanting to feel that that euphoric feeling yeah. of yeah. of surviving something. And that is that uh, that's a catharsis catharsis feeling as well of surviving yeah. something. You know? Like they felt like they survived. They the survived something. Yes. Yeah. Because their their heightened senses are on guard continuously, feeling as if like they are that character. And then like and when you watch a movie, you tend to like resonate with the main character of yeah. some sort. Yeah. You know? So, so they do something stupid. Yeah, so they do something <laughs> stupid. But like you yourself that places you to resonate with that main character. So now you're in that resonation of like one emotionally with that person. But also at the same time in that area of surviving. So now not only are you resonating with that person emotionally, but now you feel you are that person and that you are surviving a real situation. And so you have these people that are coming back over and over and over and over again who enjoy that that euphoric feeling of like, oh, my God, like this adrenaline that I'm getting. But also the reward of being like, you know, what? I survived an ordeal. I did something crazy. It's like, I beat this. Yes. I beat this movie. I beat this movie. <laughs> or like, you know, I beat this rock wall. Or I yeah. beat this scary ass roller coaster. I beat swimming with turtles. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know, Wh- whatever, how you get that adrenaline high. Yeah. People will always want to come back to feel that same feeling over and over and over again. Not me. <laughs> Mike, Mike Not me. is the exception. I have for that, that genetic disorder where I just don't like that. He'll just run out of the theater. I will. I will <laughs> run out of the theater, and I'm okay with that. But, I covered my eyes from about ninety percent of it. But like I said before, I mean, there are horror films you do enjoy, at least, right, Mike? Very, very yeah. rare. Yeah. Do so, I like ones? So I think before we close this off, let's just go around. Let's just kind of like point out and throw out like our actual favorite usual horror movies or franchises because i'm pretty sure we all have like an idea what's our favorite one are we counting ones that like genuinely scare us or ones that we just like both both okay yeah like what like what are actual good horror films that you do like like what what can you sit by and just enjoy or just like binge watch if it's a franchise that you do enjoy that is horror. you know in the spirit of october god Charlie Brown, Chris, and Charlie Brown Hall. <laughs> you know, it's the Great Pumpkin. I'll watch that. It's the Great Pumpkin. Charlie Brown hits we, every year. We need to get you watching The Grudge. I think we. Need I to do not want to watch, watch The Grudge. The Grudge. I, I think, think that so. is no. I don't want to be afraid of stairs again. Do we make him watch all the Grudges, including the originals? No, hey, not you. Watch no, no, because I think Juan would ruin. The actual fright from he'll be scared of the first Juan movie, but anything after that, there's like eight or nine Juan films. Like, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. They went, yeah. they they went at it. They went yes. at it before we moved on and touched it with a grudge. Ooh. But absolutely, I think you nope. should watch the grudge. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. Ain't gonna mess with that. Yeah. Nah, it's nope. not that bad. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Besides that, do you actually have any like good horror films that you do enjoy? Uh. That I actually enjoy that you actually watching. Enjoy. Like you're like, hey, you know, this is not bad. I actually enjoyed. This was a good movie. On the pure terms of it being a movie. You know, weirdly enough, I like I know I always come back to them, yeah. but I really enjoy A24's versions of their horror movies. Alright, so you like hereditary? 
I did like Hereditary. That scared the shit out of me. <laughs> but weirdly enough, you it was liked like it, right? it was like, what the fuck? That's Tony Collette, man. You can't. You can't it was that, anymore. the witch. Uh, we're gonna go see the lamb. Oh yeah, the, the lamb. lamb. Definitely I can't wait it's to see the lamb. Really disturbing oddity. Like it's just I don't know how to describe it's it. It's like past like supernatural weird for you, right? It's yes. like it's a whole nother like oddity where you're like, what the fuck am I watching? But yeah. You feel unsettled, right? Yes. Yeah. It's that unsettling feeling of like, what the fuck did I just see? So you like being unsettled but not knowing exactly what got you. Yes. I like that. Okay. Like like right. um I won't watch Woman in Black again. Right. I won't watch Haunting of Hill House again. Because that scared the living <laughs> shit out of me. And I don't know why I chose to come back every time. <laughs> All right. I couldn't sleep for like a week. At, at one point, I will tell. Okay. I'll tell you this. After watching that show, there was one point to where Ashley got up. She Somewhere during the night, she went and used the restroom. Yeah. Right. And I'm still asleep. I'm kind of like half asleep. And usually when she comes back, I'll kind of wake up a little bit and then be like, oh, you know, she's back in bed. This time... Anytime that she got up to use the restroom and came back and I felt the bed move and I looked, I would genuinely be afraid because I thought it was a fucking ghost that was over me. And I look up and all I see is just like a black figure outline. And I was like, (gasps) like every time for like a week and it sucked. But weirdly enough. I came back and watched the show again. Like <laughs> you guys I, missed it in the plot, right? Yes, I got that was the that was the only thing that was drawing me back. Every part of it was saying like, "Don't watch this anymore." But you got it. Know what was going to happen? But I had episode. to know what was coming up. Yeah, I had to know. It was more of just like I'm already this far in the journey. I have to finish it. It wasn't like, oh, I love this feeling of getting scared. My endorphins are definitely kicking in. No, all my endorphins are telling me like, run. <laughs> run the opposite way turn this off turn on fucking a pet's life or something <laughs> turn on something happy but no 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 so i would say probably along the lines of like definitely the a24 the a24 okay. unsettling version well, okay i can definitely I, mean, I do love those types of movies so yes. that's usually the type of horror genre i've really been invested to get into lately but mm-hmm. yeah i can agree with that what about you what about you adrian I, I, I mean, at this point, you guys know my favorite franchise. Saw. 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 That's the only one I can watch. Actually, binge, sit there and binge watch yeah. it. Because it's, to me, like I said, you're entertaining. But sit there and watch it. I can when, just when, see when, you, But like, when it comes to you, are you even having any mental processing of horror? Or are you so stuck on the, me- like, the mechanisms of the traps? Because, yeah, see, yeah, see yeah, it's a trap for you. Oh, no, it's okay. Too, you it's, don't even register as a horror film anymore. You're registering this as, like, workshop tutorials for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, two, no, no, actually, two things. is I like the idea, which, to me, a lot of people haven't really successfully done it, is the idea where the villain honestly believes he's the doing the right thing, mm. which the whole thing with uh with Jigsaw himself, yeah, he, uh, he thought he was saving. He thought he was saving himself. Yes, yeah. which in reality, no, he's, he's being a dick. That's what yeah. he's doing. He's a kidnapping, murdering asshole. Yes, yeah. um, but I do like that idea of the whole psychology right where he thinks he thinks he's saving people. Um, those are the type of movies I like. I like when it's just. The, I want to say the anti, the, uh, what's it called? The anti-villain? Or no, that's sorry, the anti-hero? Yeah. Not really the anti-hero, but it's just he's, I mean, he's a straight up villain. Uh, but the whole idea of just him 
something wrong with him, pretty much. Okay. Uh, also, Nightmare on the Street, another one I could binge watch as well. Um, I like it because fucking Freddy's unredeemable. There's nothing you could do. So you you like characters where it's there is really no actual morality or conscious indications to what they're doing. Yeah. You like evil for the pure sake of just being evil. Yeah, I, I like yeah. my villains, straight villains. I don't want to hear their. You don't want to feel sorry for them. You no. don't want to hear the backstory. It's like with Jason, we have a his sad backs. Uh, you got you know yeah, drowned. drowned as a kid. Uh, yeah, Michael Myers. We got the different versions that he was locked in the same asylum. Yeah. Uh, what was the other ones? Um, I don't know. There's so tense. I mean, they even tried with uh, Freddy Krueger. Remember, he was um, falsely accused in the original ones for like child murdering. Until we got the remake where they actually changed it. It's like, yeah, no, this guy was a pedophile. No, they, yeah, they did no, they did that. I don't know. It got it got super weird with this whole backstory. So they yeah. got into the whole thing where, no, he did it then. Yeah, he did. Oh no, wait, he was actually a a, a bastard child of was a rape of a thousand psychopaths. Something like, like that. I don't know. Yeah, it got super it, weird. His mom was a nun, and his yeah. dad was like a thousand psychopaths or something like that. I don't know. It got super weird. But I mean, in reality, he's unredeemable. That's all it is. Even Leatherface is redeemable. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's redeemable. I mean, at some point, yeah, they because he had not, a shitty childhood. Yeah, shitty childhood, yeah. and he's still being manipulated yeah. by the family. Yeah. Darth Vader, <laughs> redeemable. He doesn't like sand. <laughs> doesn't like sand. <laughs> and that's why he killed the younglings. Oh yeah, he just looked at them and they just reminded <laughs> him of just a beachy sand. Yeah, he saw him playing the sandbox, and yeah. that's what did it. <laughs> that's what got him. It, it, it gets everywhere. <laughs> 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 my point is villains should stay villains that's yeah. it villains you want you want no actual moral or emotional connection no I want them evil like this this is evil motherfucker makes sense makes sense mm. see I said it before I'm such a fan of psychological horror so any type of horror film that really makes you sit down and think of like oh fuck this is a situation that you really can't just Fight or run your way out. Like, I love The Thing. John Carpenter's remake of The Thing is still my number one film of all time. The pure, sheer thought of not knowing who is who and being locked in such a small, confined space was just fucking brilliant to me. And I love that concept is no trust. There is no trust. Because all these horror films, any of these movies where you get slashers or other stuff, you have someone you can actually trust. You know, you have the other survivors you try to band up with and try to survive the moment. When you have no one you can trust and no one to fall back on, that is where the real sheer terror I love really comes out. Where nothing you enjoy or nothing you see feels believable. Like, if you've ever seen, um, yeah, this is also John Carpenter's in the uh, Mouth of Madness. Is an incredible, fucking crazy psychedelic horror sci-fi film that it's still. I think it's actually part of the thing. It's like his own weird trilogy. Mm-hmm. So he has a uh, Prince of Darkness. Yes, yeah, the thing, Prince of Darkness, and In the Mouth of Madness. It's a, like his own little horror trilogy that's inspired by H.P. Lovecraft's works. <laughs> but holy shit, when I yeah, like you, we talked about before how meta. New Nightmare, West Craven's yeah. New Nightmares. Watch In the Mouth of Madness, and that is a whole nother level of meta, where you realize 
that the movie you're watching is just kind of almost a pre-recording movie of a movie that the main character is currently in and playing out through his life. I gotta check that one out. Yeah, it's it gets on that weird level. Like even at the end, you're still kind of like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. But it's insane, and I love those concepts. I love it where you really have to sit back and really think. And even that's because that's an older film. I can yeah. bring even something more newer, Annihilation. Mm. where think about the concept of you're going into a weird alien bubble that genetically changes your dna with everything in the area so imagine is you are slowly dying from the concept of becoming a tree think how mentally that will fuck with you exactly that's a whole nother meaning of death that you can't comprehend because yeah. you're not really dying, you're just changing into something else. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm just like, fuck, like, I never thought about how scary it would be to become a tree. <laughs> like, yeah. damn. But that's a scary concept you put yourself in there. But then you can become the giving tree. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there's always a silver lining. <laughs> or you mean a taking tree. <laughs> the taking tree. So, you know what? Being a tree would suck. Yeah, definitely would suck. Yeah. But you see my point, right? It's like, yeah, I, I, I like, see. I love psychological horror that really makes you think about stuff you never thought was scary in the first place. Do you think movies like, say, The Fly are scary because when you become a fly, you're, you're, I mean, I'm not talking about like the original one. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I, 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 get, I get that concept. mutating to the point to where your body is deteriorating and changing in a mutation that you have no control over. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's a scary concept in that kind of stuff. Or are you looking more along the like, like, oh man, like, I'm chasing this figure of like somebody I think is a murderer and then you turn around and it's really your past self mm-hmm. that you're chasing that's really chasing future self in just one big loop. I'll, put, I'll throw something really stupid out there. It's like, imagine someone came up with the concept is aneurysms are caused by little aliens going into your brain and just blowing it up. Now, it's so stupid, but you know aneurysms are a real thing. Yeah. So now you're slowly thinking about... Well, fuck, what happens if something goes in my ear and blows it up? I'm just going to die. I can't stop that because no one can stop an aneurysm. So what if it's like so cancer is brought about because a ghost decided to just fuck with some people's blood cells? Yeah, yeah. Or someone, because you know the, the concept of, you know, cancer is cells massively growing. Imagine if like cancer is just a ghost trying to possess you and it failed. What a now, dick. Now, see, now you're thinking that in the back of your asshole. head now. And you're like, well, fuck. I'm not, it's not so much, I mean, it's scary, but then it's more like, what a fucking asshole. Yeah, because now you're thinking about that. Well, then that's why we have Ghostbusters Afterlife coming out. <laughs> so now we can take care of cancer ghosts. Exactly. Well, honestly, I was very similar to yours. Yeah. The whole psychological, but for me, it's more human error. It's human like, error for you? Because, okay. like. Like, uh, my favorite episodes, like, from uh, The Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. The one where they think they landed on a on Mars. Mm. <laughs> okay, that one was pretty good, though. Yes. But that was, so no, dumb. it was good. But the no, whole idea. The fucking plot twist. The plot twist is they were in Nevada the entire time. Yes, it was. Yeah. But I, I get what you're saying. There's yeah, a whole- similar episode like that, and it had to do with, like, um, during the time of the Cold War, and a neighborhood family... 
uh, basically everyone's like a small neighborhood. It's like everyone knows everyone. Everyone has barbecues with everyone. You know, street parties. They're like, oh, hey, Richard. Yeah. Hey, Bob. Blah, blah, blah. And then one of them who's like super like paranoid has a home bunker for him and his, you know, wife and kid. Mm-hmm. You know, and then all of a sudden there's like a scare. There's an announcement and there's like a, a, a fake scare that uh, all of a sudden lights go out. And then there's there's a sudden scare like, oh, my God. This is the Russians. The Russians are coming. They're they're launching codes, and yeah. then they start turning on each other immediately. Keep in mind, there's no announcement or ever whatsoever. Yeah, all it is is just lights going out. That's it. Lights in the neighborhood they go out, mm. and they start freaking and losing their shit. And they and that one guy decides to go to his bunker, and everybody starts knocking on his door, be like, "Hey, let us in, let us in, let us in." And he's like, "No, there's only room for us three. Some people start bargaining. Some people start threatening." And then they start just like losing their shit and they start ripping the door off to the point to where it's like, let me in. And then all of a sudden, like the lights come back on. Rayo goes back on telling everybody it's like, oh, it was just like a random power outage, you know, across the seaboard, nothing to fear or worry about. Grids went temporarily down for a couple minutes. You know, don't worry. Everything's fine. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, sorry, Bob, for what we we can pitch in for it. Right. Here, we can we can all save up and get your new door and it'll be just as new. And he's like, no, I don't trust any of you guys. Like it turned from like your happy neighbors that you knew into complete animals in a matter of minutes. Yeah. And then suddenly your, your state, the, uh, your, your area of where you thought your bubble that you thought was safe and impenetrable found out to be completely vulnerable. And all of a sudden, that bubble reinstated again with the lights coming back on. Just showed your true colors as a human being of like, you guys are not who you say you are. You're actual animals. And anybody who's anyone will turn on each other immediately for survival. I got, I got an even darker one than that one. Yeah. Just to give a much darker ex- uh, example of what I'm talking about. Yeah. It does not involve the helicopter. You can't bring in the helicopter. No, not the helicopter. Yeah. Uh, the fog. Was it the fog? The, the steam, mist? The mist. That's the it. mist. The right. mist. The ending of the mist is what I'm talking about, like straight, like human error. That stuff. That stuff. Yeah. Which, if anybody knows, uh, Mike, have you ever seen the mist? Is that the one with... Um, the grocery store and Thomas Jane? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. At that the one. very end, where uh, he sees a figure coming through the, the mist itself, so he decides, you know, he doesn't want himself to suffer, so he kills the son. Mm. Not only realizing that that was the military, if you only waited literally... Like three seconds, him and his son would have survived. And he didn't have, well, he didn't have a bullet for himself, right? Was it? No. no yeah, he did. He had everyone, a bullet for everyone except for himself. Yes. Car, yeah. So he killed everyone except for himself. And that's the ending of it. Forcing him to live with what he's done. Now that's what kind that, of like. That's what gets you is that human error. That human mistakes. error. Those human mistakes. Which happens in some horror films. No, I, I definitely get that. Because it's like, you do see those mistakes. You're like, well. Fuck, you could have got out of this if you just didn't do this one thing. Yeah. And that is usually com- that's common because people make mistakes that get them killed. So yeah. I can see where that latches in like, oh, shit. So I think somebody saw that that trope or not the trope, but somebody saw like the formula of why people saw horror. Yeah. And they attacked that endorphin. Mm-hmm. They attacked the feeling or that catharsic cathartic feeling of like surviving something and having a reward. Like, yeah, I made it. And, and just then, ruining it. And just ruining it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you survived. Because you get that even now with, I mean, that was more of a thing coming out as more horror films came out over the years. You're starting to get those where no one survived. 
survives. No one survives. Yeah. yeah. Everyone dies. And it eliminates that reward of surviving. Yeah. And it's like, if we start to notice the formula and we start to break down the formula of like why people see movies and why they watch them, then if you attack the formula of why they watch them, then it creates a new branch of horror. Mm. Because now you're attacking the survival reward of watching a horror movie and having those, those adrenalines awarded by feeling that heightened sense of fight or flight and be like, oh, yeah, I made it. Yeah, I did it. Like, I'm a fucking caveman. You know, I just beat this fucking beast. Like, I, I came out on top. And they decided, you know what? Yeah, you did. However, <laughs> it got to your family before you got there seconds before. Uh, see, and I like that. I love I, I, I like not giving the reward. I like this new trend with horror films where it's like this. There's no reward. There's no happy ending. You just get whatever the cards were lay out. And that was it. The carrots in the room, but you get the stick no matter what. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like I said, it's for me, that's I know it wasn't the first one, but I saw it happening more and more often was, you know, with the strangers when you finally get that fucked up ending where they just get stabbed to death and then they leave and that's it. I enjoy that. I was like, yes, that's something where it's like, you don't get the happy ending. You don't get, oh, you know, we're going to live our lives peacefully now. We don't have to think about this anymore. It's like, yeah, no, this is real life. Yeah. This is what happens. Ooh. You don't always make it out. I know what movie. I know what movie I like. What? It took a second, but I watch it now every year. Krampus. Krampus, you mean? Krampus. Krampus. Krampus whatever. Yeah. Krampus. You like that one? I do. I do like that one. <sighs> Because it's, I don't care what you say, it's a subversion of horror, and it's just enough for me to be like... It's Christmas movie. It's just enough for me (laughs) to be like, ooh, that's creepy. But not enough to be like, that was really scary. It's imaginative. Dude, you were excited when I said I'm doing Christmas decorations. Yes, I was. I was very excited. (laughs) I like Christmas. Christmas Mike's a Christmas guy. I am a Christmas guy. (laughs) So you can bet your ass that the 30% of the people in this room... We'll be celebrating hard <laughs> when we start doing podcasts in December. Oh, All right. Shit. You can believe that. That's right. <laughs> Confetti and cookies and milk, motherfuckers. <laughs> All, right. All right. I think that's going to be a good place to cut off for tonight's topic. We talked a lot about Halloween. Yeah. Not even Halloween, just October and horror films in general. Yes. I can't wait for Halloween when we oh, start yes. really getting into more of the, hol- the horror aspects and Really making Mike watch horror films. That's just going to be the best. Now, I, I hope next time I get to dive a little bit more into the science of it, of the brain and mm. why. I know I dove a little bit into it well, right this is, now. I mean, you're lucky. This is October. This is the month of October. So everything we're going to be talking about this month is going to be all horror related stuff. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, I feel like it's a very I feel like it's a very interesting topic. No, it, it is an interesting topic knowing exactly the chemical process that goes on in your brain yeah and know exactly what makes you enjoy getting scared or what makes you really hate horror yeah spiders yeah. Spiders. And spiders and good old giant spiders for mike that's <laughs> like what that gets them horrific <laughs> piece of shit behind you all right so yeah so we're gonna end this topic yes. and end this episode in a nice clean manner so we want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast I'm curious about your thoughts on tonight's topic. Do you guys love horror film? What is your favorite horror franchise? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our Next Junior YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on an open forum on our website at 
www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film-related news. We put out episodes every Friday. For our audio listeners, you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, and of course our website, which I'll say again, www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast. And before I leave, Mike has a little extra to tell you guys. Yes, a couple things, three things total. One is that we do got some merch that are looking to come out sometime soon. Nothing too crazy, but a couple new things that I think you guys might dig. Things like t-shirt, stickers, something like that. And a calendar coming and a calendar. soon, which is going to be a special photo shoot project for you guys. And that's true. So, and that's also going to be tied in as well, not only with free merch, but also for those that have subscribed to the website as well yes. for our Patreon. So for those that subscribe to the Patreon, you also get a free merch depending on what you subscribe with. So either way, you're still getting some prizes, but you get ones a little bit more discounted. Plus you get a little bit more info, such as being able to talk a little bit more about the chemicals that being able to trigger the feeling of joy when you watch horror movies or that you don't like watch horror movies. If you have articles or anything like that that you want to send me that you want to add into the podcast, you get a special shout out. Things like that. So consider subscribing to Patreon. Keep a lookout for the merch and also keep a lookout for the calendar. And if you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to our podcast channel, iTunes, Amazon, everywhere else. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So you guys heard it from Mike. So please like and subscribe and we'll see you next time. Later, taters. <laughs>